Hi all. Well, was I right about that snow or what? Did any of you get out in it over the weekend? It was my birthday. Happy birthday, Madeline. Thank you very much. And I got distracted with being thoroughly indulged and then the snow melted. So I've ordered some more so I can get that toboggan out and put it to the test. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about boundaries. Firstly, why we put them in place, not in fact for our own gratification, but for their sanity and self-esteem. Do pop back two weeks in the podcasts to unpick that. Secondly, how we put them in place. And we talked about the three steps to take when you need to man the boundary line and you don't want the fallout with your child. So what on earth could this week be about? Well, it's Q&A. And here's a question that I've been asked. I understand that we need to empathise when a child of ours is facing the disappointment of me maintaining the boundary and when they're upset about that. But what about when I'm upset about something? Empathy doesn't seem the right response when they've upset me. Great question. Let's unpack that a bit. I'm going to divide the upsets into two categories. They're upset and you're upset. Their unmet need and my unmet need or yours, the parents unmet need. If you've got the book, there are some helpful notes on page 149. If not, don't worry, I'll cover it here. And if you want some more scenarios, I'll tell you about the book later. If you've got a pen and paper or the digital equivalent, draw a cross on the page. And if you haven't, just mentally hold this. There's only four things on it. At the top of the cross on the left, put their unmet need and on the right hand side at the top of the cross my unmet need. On the bottom part of the cross underneath their unmet need put empathy. That's what we talked about last week. Their unmet need was that screen that needed to be turned off or maybe it's that they couldn't have pudding because they didn't eat dinner. Their unmet need or perhaps for an older child they couldn't go out till after their room was cleared their unmet need. The specific example we worked last week was that a child had snatched a toy away from their sibling. They wanted it, that's their need. So when it had to be returned to said child it left them with an unmet need and we offered empathy. Under the right hand side of the cross under my unmet need, that's you and me, put I message. Now, I know there are many more modern versions of this concept, but they all lean on the same concept. And I've never found a more straightforward or more self-explanatory one than I message. So what could all that mean? Let's say your child hasn't cleared their room. You're right. You don't go in with empathy and say, oh, poor you. Look at the state of your room. Basically, it's not their unmet need. They probably have very little problem with it at all. It's your problem. Yes, it's their job, but who's it bothering? Whose unmet need is this? It's yours. Here are some more examples. They run out toward the road. They let the dog on the sofa. Maybe they're older and they don't get home on time or they're not ready to leave on time when you need to take them to something. Or perhaps they're grumpy and rude to you or other family members. In all cases, the person bothered is you or you on behalf of an aggrieved family member. And that's legit, but all to say, none of them are bothering them. These are not their unmet needs, they're yours. So we're on the right hand side and we need an I message, not empathy. 
But our normal responses can be a bit like this. Don't run towards the road, it's dangerous. Get that dog off the sofa. Why are you always letting the dog on the sofa? You know I don't allow that. You always make us late. It upends my day when you're running late. I've got things to do too. I could go on because I have ranted on this one before, that is to say, my epiphany of iMessages. If you just put your screen down five minutes earlier and got yourself ready, or even if you got yourself ready the night before, that would be a miracle, wouldn't it? But not this, me driving at 100 miles an hour because you don't think two minutes ahead of yourself, la, 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 you see, I told you I could rant on that one. Or when they're home late for tea, again, because guess what? They don't care. It's not their unmet need. And lateness is a personal hated unmet need of mine because it steams us up as parents and they just get to coolly tell us to chill. Yet it's our day that's been thrown out of kilter. So I'm massively empathetic to you for your unmet need. But you need an eye message there. You need empathy from me, but an eye message to your child. And if you've got an ongoing issue and nothing's working, it can be helped by looking at consequences, which is one of the very first podcasts that I did. So shoot back there. It's a gentle, effective way to support your kids with repetitive issues. It helps them to rise to responsibility, not to be confused with punishments. But I digress. So basically, all the above responses just encourage them to tune out. Our voices become white noise. And we might become loud or whingy or annoying white noise, but it's roundly ignorable, as many parents have sadly found. However, an iMessage is different. It expresses how the problem impacts you. And it's done in, guess what? Three parts, you guessed it. I saw, I feel, I need. I'll say it again. I saw, I feel, I need. First, I saw. That's your observation. The dog is up on the sofa. I feel. I feel upset when the sofa gets hairs or mud on it. Not whinging, not shouting, not being sarcastic, just saying it. Or maybe I don't like it when the dog gets into bad habits or whatever it is about that that troubles you. Lastly, I need. I need her back on the floor. And how about that lateness I saw? It's ten past and we agreed that we'd all eat together at seven. I feel, I feel disrespected when I've made dinner and there are people missing. Or it saddens me that we can't all eat together. And then I need, I really need you to be home on time when we've agreed that. I know you're thinking, that ain't going to do the trick. But what is the trick? Raising your volume and harshening your tone might work in the short term. But what are you teaching them? You're teaching them that they don't need to pay any attention to you until you're ranting or shouting. And that will get worse. You'll need to get louder and harsher to get their attention. And they will learn that's how they treat people. Our job is connection. It's to make our point, but to stay in connected relationship with our child. I can guarantee you that eroding the relationship will come back to bite you on the bum. It won't be you that they'll share their failures and their disappointments with. And parents wonder why that happens, why their children drift as they get older, or why they keep all their stuff to themselves. It's because the parents have eroded the bridge. It's not safe to cross, not for any reason. If you want your words to be effective, if you want to model empowerment to your children, if you want to be heard, say it once, say it respectfully, say it kindly, 
chat to them if you've not been heard. Follow through with consequences if they're repeatedly ignoring. Keep the bridge intact. You'll need it one day. Let me know how that's landed for you. I love to know what you found useful or what you would find useful. It's great to receive feedback. It's what keeps me going. It's what helps me to feel that I'm part of a group of parents who want to raise emotionally healthy children in this crazy world. If you've got the book, you'll find lots more ideas in there. If you haven't and you'd love a full colour, hardbacked book with parenting tools that's written so you can just pick up one page and change your day or dig into a whole chapter or the entire book, you'll love Parenting for Life. You'll find it on my website, which will also have the notes from today on if you'd like to see them in print and review it. It's called thecourageousmama.com. In fact, you'll find me everywhere on that. I'm on Instagram, I'm on the blog, I'm on the pod <laughs> and by email at gmail.com. And the link is in the show notes below if that's easier for you. So please, will you do me a favour and pop to the review section of the podcast and ping me some stars and a nice comment. I'd love it also if you shared this with a friend, someone that you know who would find it helpful. And I'll be back next week. <laughs>